Hi, welcome to a bonus episode of Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hey, hey man, man, How's it going? It, it's good to hear your voice. It's going yeah. good. Yeah, I'm calling in live from the chilly mountains of North Carolina. What is what's let's talk about the weather for a second. It's straight up cold here, man. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, it's the summer. Yeah. It's June and it's freezing. Hold on. I'm going to actually I'm going to pull up the weather app. Yeah, because I want to know what the actual temperature is. It's 61 degrees right now. Yeah, so when uh it's going to get into the 50s tonight. When and it's been like this <laughs> like every night and I don't understand it. Yeah. it. It was actually last week it was basically raining every week and it was warmer somehow during the nighttime. Um it's freezing. I've never worn socks so much during my sleep in my life. Um, Marianne and I were in Atlanta about two weekends ago, and we were walking around Atlanta at night, and we weren't even, like, sweating or anything. And we were just like, what is this? Like, why is it only, like, 72 out? Like, what is – why is yeah. – <laughs> I don't – I do not understand it. The it's so cold in the morning, and it's so cold at night, the and mo- it's June. The moment you cross over this? the line into Florida, apparently you just are yeah. entering a sauna, I'm blasted with heat. So it's it's interesting. I'm I'm excited to experience the weirdness of being in Seattle again in July, yeah. and it being like fifty at night. Like it's just <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Um. But we are not. We we can talk about weather all we want. Yeah, but we can we, also talk about the state of my voice, which is, as you may notice, it is uh, not entirely all there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little missing. Yeah, I've been screaming for two weeks in a row, basically. Yeah, and you've got and like you've got like five a, more in front of you. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot, uh, voice wise, going on, so. I'm looking forward to, to tomorrow and not speaking the entire day. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I want to so Seth has caught up somewhat on E3 news and yeah. we're we're not going to go through an itemized list of each of the announcements like Chris and I did earlier this week. Um, but we we are going to go through um how he felt about E3 and um some of the news that has come out since the main conferences. Mm-hmm. With this episode, I do want to remind everyone about the contest we're running. Seth might not know about this, but if you share the original E3 episode or even this one and tag a friend in the comment, you get an entry and to win a Suplex to Sticks Turvis Tumblr. Oh, nice. And yeah, we're I gotta, we're I gotta give me one of those. Yeah, I gotta get you one. It's don't worry, it's in the list. I've 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 got the plans. I got Chris cool. a hat, so I'm oh, going nice. to take a picture of that. He loves dad hats. Um, so that we're getting more merch incoming um, mm. for people that are interested. So People love merch. Yeah. Who doesn't love good merch, honestly? I know, especially with a dope logo like ours. Yeah. So I, I want to hear um, – so you haven't gotten to talk about – some of the big news that's been coming in. I want to know how you feel about the destiny news that's happened. 
Um, do, or do you want me to run it over it with you a little bit? Yeah, give me the the rundown because I know I, like I know about Shadowkeep. Um, right, we're going back to the moon. Going back to the moon, which is cool. Uh, obviously, Eris is going to be involved. Yes, and it'll probably involve one of the uh, other hive god triumvirate people. So they're they're um, that have been hinted at. All those people are like coming back as like nightmares. If you get the yeah. chance to watch the trailer, it's actually really cool. Yeah, and they, they, the stuff they make when they release news—it's just so long, though. Yeah, like who has the time, honestly? Yeah, it's, just give me like an itemized list, and then I'll be like, and then I'll experience it myself and think it'll be, think it's cool. So the the reason that this was so long it, is because this is their first big news drop since their release from Activision. Yeah, and so they announced that Destiny One and all of the year one content leading up to Forsaken is now mm-hmm. going to be free to play in September. You mean Destiny 2? Yeah, Destiny 2. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty cool. So um, that means all of... And, and it means the campaign, the game mode, so like Gambit, and all locations, even Dreaming City, are going to be free to play. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's really dope. The thing is, if you want to play like the story content and I believe the raids, you have to pay for the expansion. Uh, so people will still, and you, you can even get to the moon in the free to play. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you can't do any of the like story stuff. Oh, so like the, the, the patrol zone will still be open? Yes. Well, that's pretty cool. It is really cool. It's an interesting way of going about doing it. Um, and it's really nice because, say, like, so you didn't buy all of the the season pass of whatever that happened after Forsaken, right? No, I did not buy the expansion pass. So the thing is, now, it's all piecemeal. So, say you don't care for Shadowkeep. You think it's kind of lame, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next DLC that they announce, you think that that's really exciting and you want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You can buy that one and play it and nothing from shadow keep will hinder you. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be really, cool. really, really interesting to see where destiny goes. Yeah. But it's like definitely what, going in the right direction. What they, <laughs> what they lock behind expansions and what new stuff is available for, for everyone with the way that they're doing it will be interesting. Yeah, but, they, they and s- I think they're they're still figuring it out too because they don't they don't really know. I remember re- seeing a little bit of an interview with uh, Luke Smith, I think, um, saying that you know they're kind of they're in they're in new exploring new grounds. They don't really have a set plan. They have ideas that they want to implement, but they don't really know exactly how they're gonna about gonna go about doing those. So yeah. it'll be cool to watch what they do, and hopefully they don't screw it up. Yeah, and we got the first inclination that, you know, Destiny 2 is the platform for now. Yeah. So that's that's really nice. So hopefully that means you'll get back into it and play it with me. Um, there I is wonder t- if I wonder if they will ever eventually just rename it Destiny. Yeah, I, w- I think I asked Chris that. Or, or if give they it a, like give it like it. a tagline, <laughs> yeah, 
they they just have stuck it with Destiny Two New Light. That's what they're calling yeah. it. It's weird. Yeah. That I don't know, but yeah. So because yeah, I don't know. It's just weird that something the the thing that they if because when Destiny came out the original they talked about the whole ten year plan and then that went up in smoke because the uh, engine they had built was uh, garbage, um, right. so they had to make a new one, and I guess. This is kind of the re-implementation of that ten-year plan, but it's just kind of, kind of weird that it's the the platform is Destiny Two. Yeah, but you know, whatever. So, did you see? Uh, let's let's move on a little bit. Did you see any of the EA stuff? Did you see any of the Star Wars? No, actually, I didn't even realize they showed anything until I was watching a donkey video today, and there was <laughs> gameplay from it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that game." Yeah, how it, did it look? Um, I'll tell you what, Seth. Did you ever play Star Wars Force Unleashed? I did not. Oh well, it looked like that basically. Oh, cool. Um, but the thing is, apparently, you know, there's a lot. There's even more articles since me and Chris recorded that have come out said it's going to be kind of a Metroidvania. So it's really, mm. I think we kind of need to wait and see yeah, and trust Respawn. But the, I've seen some stuff that it's also like God of War inspired, the new the new God of War. Yeah. And just in the way it, it controls and moves and stuff. Yeah, so we, I, I think we really need to wait. Um, but it's, it definitely was not the only game this weekend that when it was shown, it was like, oh, that's kind of a lackluster reveal. Uh, yeah. But but then again, a lot of other people I know were blown away. The The one thing I do want to say, Seth, is while you're watching the trailer, if you get the chance tomorrow, is the the music is very yeah. good. It sounds yeah, cool. It sounds like a Star Wars to the point where Marianne, we, I was showing her the trailer, and she even was like, before I even said it, she goes, this just this sounds like star Wars. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It totally does. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big key. Yeah. That's a major key. I mean, it can't really be star Wars if it doesn't sound like star Wars. Cause star Wars has a sound. Yeah. That's good though. And you know, we know it's, it's respawn. It's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Um, there's no Anthem at EA, which is interesting. And then yeah. the Apex Legends Season 2, they showed off the new person. I mm-hmm. forgot the name. And then they said they they're, they're adding weekly and daily challenges. What does the new person do? I can't remember. Oh, um, well, there you go. It's But it was, it was very interesting because it... I don't know. They, they didn't really show off too much. Mm-hmm. So the new character is called man. I cannot remember for the life of me. I, I'm looking it up, but I am really excited because I think I I told you back when you know the season one happened that they needed to have challenges to make me stay interested. Yeah, and yeah, specific things to do that are not just the play game the game itself. So they're adding that. Okay, the new character is called Watson. That's what mm-hmm. it is, and um, she uses electrified fences to damage and slow down enemies. Yeah, cool. So that should be fun. They're all pretty fun. 
Yeah. But it, uh, there's nothing else really at EA that is a uh, necessarily worth talking about. There's FIFA and yeah. Madden and, you know, the usual fare for EA. Yeah. They didn't really have a conference. They just had people showing gameplay and... Yeah, during, like, live streams and stuff. Yeah. They had Greggy introduce Star Wars and be really obnoxious, so that was fun, I guess. Game over well, Greggy or whatever. Yeah, his good name for is. them. Yeah. They don't really need a conference. And I wonder with Anthem if they are. Like, I wonder if they're just going to let the game die, honestly. Yeah. I, it would not surprise me if we don't hear anything new from Anthem. Because there was supposed to be, like, recently. Uh, a big update on something that they were some big content that they were going to drop and then it never came out and yeah the cataclysm yeah and they've been radio silent on it yep i don't know <laughs> i just bought it too so and but i still can't get out of the tutorial because it won't let me kicks me back to the main menu every time mm-hmm. super cool um okay. let's Fun. let's talk about microsoft seth um, because I know that we, you and I had big expectations for Microsoft and have you read like an outline of what they released? Yeah. I mean, it's, that's not a lot. It's not a lot. <laughs> that's for sure. And uh, and I mean, we only had expectations because of the amount of time that they were going to take up. Well, they didn't even use that. Really? They, it was an hour and a half clean. It was not two hours. In well, fact, when it ended at an hour enough. and a half, I looked at Chris because we watched it together and I said, well, it's like it was 730. No, 630. And I'm like, that was not. That was not two hours. <laughs> yeah. But they showed off Outer Worlds, which looks like Fallout New Vegas in space. So yeah. that's kind of good. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, October 25th. I'm excited about that. I am really disappointed in the Ori game coming next year. Why? <laughs> because I definitely... I feel like we've seen that two years in a row now. I feel like that should be... That was should have almost been a shadow drop. Or been uh, this year. I don't know. I think they understand how big somehow Ori has become like it's become like a major deal for them so I think they are going to give it some more fanfare that makes sense the Blair Witch game which I got so excited for you man because the whole trailer Chris and I were freaking out because the whole trailer it felt like it was going to be Alan Wake Mm mm-hmm like if you go back and watch yeah, this Blair Witch because of the, the 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 guy running with the flashlight and yeah I I when I watched it I did not get that but I could understand how but I also knew watching it that it was a Blair Witch game yeah um, but I understand how you could how you could have gotten that from it I was I was so excited for you and then no it wasn't we're getting an Age of Empires two definitive edition for some reason yeah. that's fine though yeah what do you think. Game. What do you think of that Lego Forza Horizons DLC? Yeah. Well, I did say that Forza was there was going to be new Forza. Um, that's not exactly what I expected, but it's kind of funny. 
uh, it w- it's probably still won't be as good as the old uh, N64 and PS1 era Lego racer game, yeah. which was dope, and you could build your own carts with the pieces you collected. Did you see the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot trailer? I did. I don't know what to think because I like. It looks like it's just like Xenoverse yeah. style gameplay, maybe a little bit more cinematic. Um, when they first teased it, I thought it was going to be something different, and yeah, so I this agree kind of made me a little bit less interested in it. How how do you? What was your reaction to Keanu? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's goofy. It's cool. Johnny it's Silverhand is his name in the game, by the way. That's that's a weird name. That's definitely um, a Keanu name. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool. I don't know that Cyberpunk needed Keanu, uh, but, you know, it's fun to have him in there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because we, we're getting to where, like, celebrities are becoming commonplace in video game now. Yeah. Like, we've got, like, Norman Reedus and... Um, Death Stranding, mm-hmm. it, John Bernthal or whatever his yeah. name is, and I mean even before that we've had them like do do voice acting, um, yeah, and, and it's cool. Um, I don't know, I don't know that I want video games to turn into movies in the way they cast people, but yeah, uh, it is a good way to get people hooked in. Yeah, but I think they, it'll be cool. They, uh, he's going to be a substantial character. They, it came out today or yesterday that he recorded 15 days worth of dialogue. Dang. So he's uh, he was bought in, man. That's pretty cool. The I wonder. F- I bet his character will just be John Wick. Honestly. Yeah, just robot John Wick. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. That'd be yeah. <laughs> that's good for me. Or what if even better? What if he's basically uh, Bill from Bill and Ted, or yeah. Ted? I forget which one he was. Yeah, I can't I remember he was Bill. Either. I'm pretty sure. Did you? Uh, did Gears? What if he was fu- actually Bill from oh, the past? That would anyway. maybe be too cool. Yeah. That. Oh man, I don't know. I <laughs> that would be neat. Yeah. The. Do you think you're going to play Gears 5 or no? I don't know. I never played Gears 4, so yeah. it's probably a no for me. I know Gears isn't really your thing. Probably a no for me, dog. But it's interesting because really this E3, Chris pointed it out. I didn't quite notice it, that this E3 was kind of the rise of the three-player game. Mm. With, with Battletoads, the new mode in Gears 5, yeah. the new Rainbow Six... Hmm. is only three players like the it seems like it's being pared down a little bit to a three player squad in some of these games it's interesting i mean four kind of was the standard because that was the easiest way to split a screen uh when there were split screen games so now that that's not really a thing you can kind of experiment with other um with other amounts of of, of character of players playing at one time, I think yeah. three is a good number, honestly. And I didn't quite um, realize it, but Destiny's Destiny, been, yeah, Destiny's been doing it for a while. Yeah, 
So saving more players for the big events is kind of that makes sense. Yeah. Um, were you disappointed we didn't get Halo gameplay? Uh, I don't know about. I don't know if I would say I was disappointed. I did totally call that it was a reboot, though. It's, uh, it's not a reboot. Are you sure? Man, the... so What I read was that it's like a spiritual um, reboot. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta find where I read this. So... What, I'm pretty sure... Uh, so I, I think it's a spiritual reboot and that they won't address Cortana or anything. But, Except for in the trailer, right? She spoke. Um, I don't know, man. It but is the, still hard. It's still hard to tell. But the thing is, you know, the the visor when he wakes up. So Cameron pointed this out to me. Uh, the visor when he wakes up is uh like three i think it's three to five years after the end of halo 5 mm-hmm. so it's it's after halo 5 technically hmm. timeline wise well i guess so so we'll we'll see i don't Maybe. know i don't i don't know i i, I read that somewhere uh, i'm just i want to see what this new engine looks like i know i said that a lot when we record with chris but it, I need to be reassured that they can make a shooter as crisp as Bungie can. Yeah. And I, you know, we'll see. New engine worries me. But was there anything else from Microsoft that you feel uh, that we should be putting out there? Um, I don't think so. I mean, they they were all right, but you know, nothing too mind blowing. The double fine thing was cool. Um, I don't know. You know, it's Microsoft. They they're always kind of, despite their size and how much money they throw around, they always end up kind of being, yeah, okay. Um. Elden Ring was was cool that it was finally announced. I mean, we had heard about it for a while, but uh, I think that'll be a cool game when it comes out. Yeah, I think that's um, something that me and Chris left out, but yeah, I mean, it's the a FromSoft game with George R. R. Martin. Um, it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be like. I can't remember what I read about it, but I think it's supposed to be a lot like more open world and like Zelda style, which is, which should be cool. Yeah. Um, I, but you know, no gameplay. So who can know? And I guess that's not surprising. Cause that's usually what FromSoft does. Um, that weird bleeding edge game looked weird. Yeah. The melee, the, the melee four V four game. I don't know. Melee, and I think it's supposed to be first person. Like I, the whole trailer was in third person, but I Wait, remember really? reading that it's in first person. Oh man, which, I haven't read articles on it. I need to, yeah. I guess. Um, which if it is, I don't know how that would work exactly. Maybe it's not. Again, 
I a lot of news I I kind of just skimmed through and um I may have gotten words incorrect. Um I think that was it. I was not surprised but still kind of disappointed that there was no none of the Game Pass or XCloud on Switch like we have been hearing the rumors of, but you know, again, not a surprising thing. Yeah. I I agree with you. Um, I I really wanted to see it either in so there was a I don't know if you saw it on Twitter because of course you were you're at camp but at one point during the conference Microsoft tweeted out a like a list of where you can see Microsoft during the conference and they included the Nintendo Direct in it mm-hmm. which makes sense because Lucky's Tale yeah is on the Switch but. That made me think, oh, they're going to have a decent, you know, point in the direct. But they had nothing. Nope. So it's it's kind of like, all right. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, you were here. And, of course, Banjo. But Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So let's see. What, is there anything from Bethesda you super want to talk about? Besides how great um, that Deathloop game works yeah. out, looks uh, like. Deathloop looks really cool. I mean, again, we didn't really see any of what the actual game was, but the premise is cool, uh, and the developer is good. Um, but outside of that, not really. I mean, Doom Eternal, yeah, that's good. We already know about it. Uh, everything else, who cares? Yeah, this E3 had a lot of a... Uh, a lot of non-surprises because it it felt like it just reinforced a lot of stuff we knew, especially during Nintendo, etc. But it's, uh, you know, it's because we're at the end of a console life cycle and we're going to be getting these next ones next year. Mm-hmm. So um, Ubisoft, did you watch Watch Dogs Legion reveal? Yeah. Uh, that game looks absolutely bananas, and I'm super excited for it. Oh, uh, I'm so glad you did watch it. Yeah, it looks so cool. Um, it's weird that they have moved away from an actual protagonist. I don't know whether or not I think that will pay off in the story, um, because Marcus in the second one was a great character, and... Like I will, I'm the ultimate Watchdogs defender, um, because as much as people hate Aiden in the first one, the strength of that game was in how good its characters outside of Aiden were, and I just wonder how that will work in a game where everyone is potentially playable. Um, I mean, they highlighted some specific ones in the trailer, but like it's hard for me to imagine that 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 stuff like that will actually exist in the game that each of those characters will have like defined personalities and reactions and quips to every situation going on but if they do like that would be amazing um yeah and but even if not the the way it works seems pretty cool i mean it's basically pokemon yeah i 
I, I'm wondering if eventually you will get a main protagonist, but I, I probably doubt it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I like the that... comparison of it's like Pokemon, both people. Yeah. I mean, it, that's sort of what it is. And not even sort of. It is what it is. Like, you go out and you find specific people to do specific jobs. Um, It looks cool. I do. I still have. I had some, some of these qualms in Watch Dogs 2. It's weird to me that DeadSec has turned into, like, the heroes. Because, I mean, in the first one, they were a an analog for the real-life group Anonymous. Right. Who are more anarchist than they are, like, actual freedom fighters. And that's kind of what they were in the first Watch Dogs. Like, they were... They had power... Um, and Aiden in Watch Dogs 1 just, like, they were a means to an end for Aiden. And then in Watch Dogs 2, you are a member of them. And now you, the character in Watch Dogs Legion is DeadSec, basically. I don't know. I guess they have evolved the concept to where it is more than just being anonymous, but it is, it's still kind of murky for me. Yeah. I was really bummed with Ubisoft not having a new Nintendo partnership. Yeah, but un, uh, it's undoubtedly that they have... It's undoubtedly that is that seems right. I do not doubt that they have something in the works. Especially since I, I really powered through Sith and I beat the Donkey Kong Adventure DLC. Yeah, finally. Of Mario Rabbids. Yeah, I've I've been wanting to clear out some of the backlog cuz your boy went and also got I want to start Sekiro, but I also bought Bloodborne. Uh, and so I'm I'm excited to try these really hard games out. I would go with Sekiro. I mean, yeah. I haven't played Bloodborne, but I know that Sekiro is really good. Yeah. I don't know that you'll like it or that you will have the patience to do it, but it is a very good game. We'll see. I I've been I've been craving something a little more challenging. Yeah. Because I I don't know I I do miss the like the satisfaction of like doing something real hard in a game like Celeste mm-hmm. was real hard and yeah. uh, Katana Zero really scratched that itch for a minute because there's sections of that game that were just so frustratingly hard. <laughs> Yeah. And it was just a really short game at the end of the day, and I'm waiting for more DLC, so... Yeah, I get that. But... Yeah, I um, I thought it was cool that Adventure Time is coming to Brawlhalla, but that's not enough to make me want to buy that game. Yeah, I, I still won't play it. And no offense to Brawlhalla, but... I was really disappointed that uh, when I heard that It's Always Sunny music that Ubisoft wasn't making and it's always sunny game like a South Park game. Yeah. So that would be absolutely hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Like a weird arcade side scrolling brawler or something. Yes. Uh, uh see, I'm already envisioning what the game could be in my head. Yep. And you know uh, Yeah, but we're we're not getting it. Yeah, we're never getting it. Instead we're getting this show, which could be funny, it has Danny Pooty in it and Yeah. But it's like isn't it like on Apple exclusive show or something. Apple TV Plus or something. Yeah, that I'll never see it. 
So I'll I'll have a login, I'm sure, because they're going to have exclusive shows I'll want to watch probably. Um, Division 2 stuff, Rainbow Six Quarantine, which if you didn't know, Seth, that's what that one space game turned into. You remember oh. the space game that was teased in Watch Dogs 2? Yeah, that's kind of a bummer, actually. That's what, yeah, I agree with you. But uh, Jason Schreier reported that that's what, that's what turned into quarantine. Huh. And um, Roller Champions looked neat. Yeah. And Gods the, uh, and Monsters. Yeah. Roller Champions is basically their answer to Rocket League. But I don't have we ever had a roller derby game? Not even like and I don't even mean one from like a major developer, but like an any any roller derby game that, that's ever existed cuz I can't Yeah, I, I can't, I can't think, think of, of any. So it's pretty cool that they're doing that. Uh what was Gods and Monsters? I don't think I watched the trailer for that. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's so. This is the weird thing. It's from the team that made Odyssey, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like a, like a uh, Breath of the Wild type game. Oh yes, I did see this. Yeah, that looks interesting at least. Yeah. The only roller derby video game that is not this one is Jam City Roller Girls for WiiWare. so yeah so not not a not a very high bar that ubisoft has to clear a seven out of ten on a website i don't know (laughs) what website but uh you know a website it was a website dedicating to reviewing roller derby games yeah they only gave it a seven out of (laughs) ten um so uh so how'd you feel about that remind trailer, man? I've oh. been waiting I had I did not talk about this with you on the phone earlier on purpose. Yeah. I literally have no idea what to think of what is going on. <laughs> uh it was cool to see other char- game gameplay of other characters and I hope it is not just um uh confined to that one area in the game that they yeah. were showing him. Um and the story stuff, I, I literally have n- no words for it. It's, I don't know. It it doesn't make it doesn't make yeah. a whole lot of sense. It makes Luxord a much more important character. Yeah, and I mean the the awesome. end of the game sort of hinted at that, so it makes sense that they would use this time to explore what that means. But also, like, what the heck. <laughs> But and, I get uh, it though, because the only, the only real mysteries. Oh, okay, maybe not the only real mysteries, but the only like pressing stuff that we don't know about the characters, like in this arc, is the backstory of a lot of the organization characters. So yeah. it, it would make sense that if uh, Nomura was looking for a place to mine to create new mystery and intrigue out of, it would be that. That and a young Xehanort with no yellow eyes. Yeah. Uh, speak, talking to the Master of Masters, it seems. Yeah. Who, Man. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's it's weird. So I'm I'm excited to see. I guarantee all that. that it will provide absolutely no closure on anything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, 
Was there anything else in Square Enix that really stood out to you besides... Um, well, you... Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake, it looked baller. I'm oh, super yeah. excited for it. It looks um, like Kingdom Hearts combat, but with Final Fantasy VII melded into it. Now, see, I've read that it's actually not anything like Kingdom Hearts combat, and that if you play it like as Kingdom Hearts, you will not be doing very well. Oh like, no, really? Kingdom, like Kingdom Hearts at its like is essentially a button masher. Uh I mean there is some strategy involved, but you get to a point where you're all you have to do is press a few buttons and launch a few spells, which you didn't you don't even do for some reason. Um but apparently there is a lot more like tactical um stuff going on in the Final Fantasy Seven combat and it like requires you to switch characters to use in different situations and to think about, like, your positioning and what moves you're using on which people. Um, the comparison that I, like, I'm trying to remember the article I read. I think it, it actually compared it to Final Fantasy Thirteen a little bit, uh, okay. which is a game that I never played. Um, so I don't really have any frame of reference there. But it the does seem like... The combat system was good, but the gameplay was boring. Yeah. Like, the outside of combat so it does uh, it does seem like it's um an evolution of like like they're trying to like if they're taking parts from 15 and kingdom hearts 3 and like the old school um atb system from final fantasy 7 and trying to they've come out on the other side with the whole new thing which looks really cool and the stuff i've read says it's a lot of fun to play yeah but yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's it's cool that the first episode is all going to be Midgar because like the city is so cool looking and you barely ever see any of it. Um so hopefully they actually do flesh out the whole thing. Um cuz it would cuz that would be a cool place for like just one open world game and and I think that's what they're going for. I do wonder how they'll do stuff in it. Um, I still wonder how, like, what kind of tone the game is going to have. Like, how they're going to do the cloud dressing up as a woman scene. Um, and just <clears throat> yeah. a lot of it. But I'm excited for it, definitely. Yeah. What did and you. Of course, and of course, I am equally, if not more, excited for Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Finally. That's what I was about to ask for. Good grief! They've made me wait so long, and we, but finally we get something, and it's a a remaster sort of. I'm 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 glad that's a that's a that's a day one buy for me. Yeah, I I've dedicated that I'm going to replay that game and hope I like it more, because I always hear about how great it is, and I just I quit like halfway through because I didn't like it. And you yeah, and, and I, you and, and Zach are so it. excited about it, Zach G. Yeah. So Hopefully the uh, game doesn't corrupt on me halfway through. Yeah, I I tend to think it probably won't. <laughs> yeah, since there are no actual discs. So, let's see what else. Last Remnant Shadow dropped. Yeah. Oni Naki mm. is coming out soon. Yeah. 
Um, and how how do you feel about? I want to know if you felt similar to me as Avengers about the Avengers. Um, it looked weird. Like, yeah. like I don't really know what the actual game itself is. Well, you saw a whole five seconds of gameplay, actually. Yeah. And like, every true. once in a while, they would show us what I assume is the gameplay, the kind of um, third-person perspective of you controlling the guy. I don't know. It's it's weird. And it's also weird, like, it, every character seems to have a different kind of play style. I don't know. Um, Crystal Dynamics are a good developer. We know from Tomb Raider that they can make very good games, but I don't know. It nothing that they showed m- made me that much more interested in the game, and it also is like kind of weird looking. Like it has the aesthetic style of the MCU movies, but like the characters, the the actual Avengers look different, and so there's this weird kind of clash going on I don't know who knows maybe it'll uh, turn out alright one yeah. one one can hope but if not there is another uh, Avengers style game coming out that looks looks fun itself oh yeah we're getting to that since we're up on Nintendo now mm-hmm I did. I watched this whole thing uh, in like half an hour. I, I watched you? it on like 1.25 speed. <laughs> what? Did you just want to hurry up and get through it? or? Well, I had a I had a specific amount of time that was free. Oh, um, gotcha. And I wanted to fit it all in. Of course. And I did. So we got the hero coming to Switch. Yeah. Slash Erdrick. Because he's got like four costumes. Yeah, so that was... I was that was really cool the way they did that and because all the Dragon Quest main characters are you know they're all different characters but they're all essentially the same character they do the same things so there are multiple skins from the different games which is dope it's cuz it's all the bloodline of Erdrick right oh uh, i do not know enough about the games to answer that question but i'm pretty sure the answer is no Oh, for a lot I of see. them, Erdrick is like a title that is given. Oh, I read online that like all of them are in this bloodline. It's so possible maybe... that is. Um, the most recent Dragon Quest, this is a spoiler alert, is like a prequel. Like you find it at the end, it's a prequel to um, Dragon Quest Three, which is the one, the first one that had Erdrick. Um, and. It, which it itself is a prequel to one and two, um, so I think there is like a an actual um, bloodline in those, and so yeah, I guess the if if they are the the ones from one, two, and three, then yeah, those are. But I think one of them was from I want to say seven. The one with the bandana, which I do not think was connected to those other games. Yeah. I mean, they're all sort of vaguely connected, but I don't believe that one is directly connected. Ah, it's the, there's an order of Erdrick. Okay, this is very complicated. I'm looking at it on a wiki. So, all right. So this character 
has this weird battle menu <laughs> that it can yeah. use and this, use like this different is the weirdest spells. thing. Yeah, like you can choose like a little basically a JRPG battle style menu comes up that allows you to choose different moves to use. I have no idea how it's going to be implemented in the game. Um and but and before that I was like, yeah, whatever. It's it's a cool character and I have the I have the pass, so I'll I'll get him and play as him. Uh, but then when I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, now there's something I want to do." Yeah, I don't it. Know. Um, I imagine it'll be similar, somewhat to uh, Shulk, oh maybe. Yeah, Shulk. Yeah, I could see that. It's I don't know. I think it'll be fun, just because all of the DLC characters they've made have had fun gimmicks and have been good characters. Um. Except for Piranha Plant, but even Piranha Plant is an and a very unique character. Like, there's no other character in the game like Piranha Plant. It's just it's such a weird, weird character. Um, yeah. But I also I also know that Erdrick or the hero, whatever they end up calling it, was not really like for. It wasn't really put in the game for. American players like Dragon Quest is a huge thing in Japan and it's never really caught on here but um like they're really trying to make Dragon Quest 11 stick here man yeah but even if it doesn't like there's a huge fan base in Japan that was super excited that this this guy got added so good for them yeah uh we we got some fire emblem footage and the release date of July 26th for that, yes. which we already knew that. Like, I I am a lot more excited for Fire Emblem now. Because but previously, all we knew was about the, the school system and teaching. And it sort of seemed like it was Persona, which is cool. But you wonder, like, how is a story made out of this? And now we have found out how there's a story with it. Because there's, like, a five-year time jump. Yeah, and all of the uh, and all of the rival, the 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 other two houses become people that you have to fight and kill, and uh, there's gonna be bad guys and yeah, I'm 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 pumped for it. I think it's gonna be awesome. And there's yes. also these all these new, uh, different intricate battle systems within the game that you can use in. Uh, it it looks. It looks great. I'm really excited for it to come out. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, man. The The fact that they th- threw in the time jump is going to, yeah, it's really going to make your time as a teacher, yeah, like mean so much. Yep. It's going to be crazy. I, I just, I don't even know. Yeah. And I saw that, like, there are, there's specific characters that like you have to improve the player character to like, if you have high defense, one certain character might be inclined to join your team or if you have high magic one. So there, there will absolutely be characters that you won't be able to get, which is going to just aggravate the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited. I think there's going to be a lot of, there's definitely going to be a lot of replay value in it. Um, oh yeah, of course. And hopefully the, hopefully the stories for each of, like the way the, the stories, um, for each for each of the three houses work are like, 
meaningfully different and so it's not exactly the same experience because you know at some point all of them are going to intertwine and the missions will all end up being the same i think because that's how they've that's how they've done it whenever they've had like branching main characters that eventually you're you end up teaming up with whoever and you're doing all the same stuff um right but hopefully there is enough difference in between um choosing the houses rather than that aren't just the different characters you have access to yeah i there's so many questions but i feel like i'm going to be playing through this game three separate times basically um what did you was there anything that really surprised you besides the main stuff at the end about the the direct um I was definitely surprised by No More Heroes 3. Like, I know that we had... I don't even know if I could say that we had got hints of it. I know that we knew that Suda51 wanted to make No More Heroes 3, but it seemed like it was farther off as being an actual thing. Yeah, I definitely thought that No More Heroes game... Or not the the No More Heroes, the the arcade-y one. Yeah was about what we were going to get. Yeah. Uh so that's that was really cool that and that's coming out next year. So um, that was definitely a surprise for me. Um But yeah, I mean most of the stuff like I think we knew about Panzer Dragoon got me super hyped. Yeah, that was like, nuts. That was one I never saw coming i don't know if it's like a remake of the original or a brand it new is. title it's a remake of the original uh, still that's a, that's awesome uh that was a game that i always wanted to play and everyone said it was really good so i'm excited for that um i was surprised to see that sinking city is going to be on there uh i will not be playing it on the switch um but it's cool that it's releasing on there yeah then Spyro and Nino Kuni. Yeah, I'm one. Nino Kuni, I'm excited for. I think that's probably. I don't know. That is a game that is like a perfect Switch game, just because of the size of it. It's so much. It would be so much easier to play, uh, handheld. But the actual remastered versions are only for PS4 and Xbox One, like. The one for Switch is just the regular, like the it's the PS3 game basically. Um, so I don't know. I think I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, because it's I a mean, pretty look, game. As the PS3 is. game looked amazing and still looks amazing, uh, and it will look great on Switch. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what I'll play that on if I do play it. Because I mean, yeah, you already played it once. Yeah, and it was like 150 hours. <laughs> like that game was enormous. Yeah, you you love these ninety plus hour RPGs, man. It's your. It's I love your... them to an extent. It's at some point it becomes a love hate relationship. Like, <laughs> but it's so weird because Nino Kuni two was like forty hours, which is still a long game, but it's like a quarter of the amount of time it was to finish the first one. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Nino Kuni one, a great game though. Everyone should play it. I'm glad that it's going to be on modern consoles. So I want to, are you going to get this Marvel ultimate Alliance three game? Um, I think I will. 
It it comes out like right before you get back. Yeah. Because I I think they have online co-op for it. I think they do. Pretty sure. Well, they do. I think they would need to because the whole fun is multiplayer. Yeah. Well, I know that they have like couch co-op. Yeah. But I I don't know if they ha- they're going the full. I mean, it's one I'm definitely interested in. Uh. And it was cool seeing all the different characters that they showed off. I'm I'm very excited to play as some of the like some of the more obscure characters when they yeah. drop in the DLC, like the Marvel Knights characters and stuff. Yeah. But even then there's some good stuff in there, like Crystal from the Inhumans is in there, which mm-hmm. she's pretty out there and I, I they they did a good job with that roster. I agree. Um, Another Avengers game could have probably learned a lesson or two instead of trying to copy the movies. Yeah, I don't uh, know from this. Yeah, I but, mean they're they're going for different things, and and I can for sure I can appreciate that about the two games, but one has certainly certainly appears to have understood better what they are doing than the other. Yeah, the I gotta say think? one thing one thing that did surprise me was the. Lack of things that were out now. I mean, there were some, but nothing like super exciting like they have done before. Yeah, I I don't know why. Like I I don't know what could be attributed to that. Um, maybe just you know some. You know some people weren't ready. Yeah, like some of the developers. I mean, that's, that's or... the only reason. Like they just didn't have stuff ready to go, and. That's fine. That's generally in what E3s in the past have been. We've just kind of come to expect Nintendo to say, hey, here's a game that you can play right now. Right. Um, and I guess Cadence of Hyrule did come out like two days later. Were you upset there was no Microsoft representation? Um, I mean, after I saw that Microsoft didn't do anything in their press conference, I was not surprised. Yeah. So, no, I wasn't super upset. Um, it's just weird because there's been so much smoke about that happening. Now, there wasn't any smoke about it specifically happening at E3, but we know that something is in the works. So, uh, I just wonder when that will happen. Maybe maybe by the holiday. Maybe the next Direct. Or it'll probably have its own Direct, to be honest. Yeah. Who knows? And I, I was definitely glad that Animal Crossing was there because for some reason it was left out of all of Nintendo's promotional material for E3. But it was there, and it looks great. And I hate that we have to wait until next year to play it. Yeah, March. I mean, it's it's kind of nice, though, because like, me and you complained this year earlier about how there's nothing at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And that'll be a nice... Yeah, uh, hefty filler for the beginning yeah. of next year. You want to talk about games with long uh, play times? Animal Crossing. The difference is like with a game like Nino Kuni, as you have to do all of that to experience the whole game. With a game like Animal Crossing, is you get to do that because you can just play it forever. Yeah. Oh man. Like, I yeah. absolutely, on Animal Crossing New Leaf, had 100-plus hours in it. Um, you know, I don't need to play it that long, but it's just so fun, and 
and, and, and so great to come back to every time that I couldn't stay away until I foolishly deleted my town. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it was a dark day. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm wondering if that's all the new Animal Crossing is going to be. Just the island. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there's going to be different aspects to it. Yeah, there probably will uh, be. I I definitely, you know, that's something I mentioned with Chris. Like, maybe there's going to be, like, a city aspect. Like, the island isn't going to be the only place. I mean, I don't know, though. Because, like, it seems like your ability to customize, like, make the island what you want it is a lot greater than it has been in any other Animal Crossing. Like, you can do... You can make these minute changes to how everything works, but I also wouldn't be surprised if there's another area in there. Yeah. Uh, Damon X Machina, which I did not watch on, uh, the full trailer of, Seth. But that's yeah. coming out September... So this Which one was still. It, this one was actually kind of confusing for me watching and at at an accelerated speed, because my big problem with the the demo that they released was how slow it felt, and so I was watching this game in like like faster motion than it actually is, and I couldn't tell if it looked any different. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'll that, that'll be one that I'll have to go and watch the Treehouse Live stuff on to see if it looks any better. Because I hope it does, because it it seems like there is a good game in there somewhere, and I hope they I hope the developers have found it. Oh yeah, yep yep. I I really I don't know. I just definitely I definitely want that game to be very good because I you know I love mechs, I love giant robots, and. That's very much my thing. Yeah. So, uh, and I really would like a new custom robo, but if I have to settle for this, then I'll take it. Um, Man, custom robo, that would be so great. <laughs> yeah, there was, I really wish that there was maybe a little more classic Nintendo stuff coming uh, back. Yeah. I maybe mean, they, they, they have, they have so many good IPs that are sitting around that, and no one is using because mm-hmm. I mean I get it like you gotta have the heavy hitters but if you made a game that was good enough like it could be a heavy hitter we could be talking about Golden Sun 2 right now or Golden Sun 3 yeah real Golden Sun 3 not Dark Dawn I mean I don't think that would um I don't know if that would ever be a heavy hitter because I don't know that uh, but yeah, uh, there. But there are there are. Nintendo has a lot of franchises that are not being utilized, which is unfortunate. Looking at you, Super Mario Sluggers. They only have so many. They only have so many developers, uh, and who knows? And it's just weird. That's it, weird with a a company like Nintendo that's been around for so long that they have things that you expect them to do. And individual things that different people really like that they wish would come back, but at the same time, there you want them to continue to make new things, 
And it's just, you can't have all three of those at the same time. Yeah. There just is not enough manpower. So we got weird Resident Evil 5 and 6 announcement. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Uh, Witcher 3 is coming to the Switch. Yeah, that's which cool. Which is kind of weird. a technological marvel. Yeah, apparently in handheld it runs at 540p. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'll, that's fine. I'll, it's not I'll the play best that way on, to play on PlayStation. Yeah. It's cool that it's on there, though. Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, who cares? Which will be a game. This is also a year that I believe, like Sonic, Sega is releasing Sonic at the Olympic Games, Sonic and Friends at the Olympic Games. Really? On the other consoles. Huh. Because they can't do Mario so and like, Sonic it's like on the, the same other consoles. Game just without Nintendo characters. Yeah, basically. That's kind of bogus. And. Yeah, we we can get to the big stuff now. Let's yeah. get to the heavy hitters. We got Link's Awakening coming September twentieth. That yep. game is going to be awesome. It looks fun. Luigi's Mansion Three has couch co op. Yeah, it's kind of like an eight player horde mode type deal. Yeah, also looked fun. And that's probably coming out in October. Mm-hmm. And then we got the big, the big banjo. Yeah, I I still like honestly thinking about it. I still cannot believe it. Like never in my wildest dreams did I believe that Banjo was going to be in Smash. I always wanted it. We've talked about it. It was possible, but (laughs) I never actually believed it would happen. And now it is, and I'm freaking out about it. And I absolutely cannot wait. We've definitely talked a lot about it. I loved watching reaction videos of people. Yeah online like if you you should go and watch some of the ones that uh grant uh kirko retweeted Mm -hmm. um because he actually sakurai this is the first western developer sakurai has gone out of his way to have work on the game yeah and he said like you know Grant Kirk, like he tweeted a bunch of nice things about grant kirko and grant kirko was like i don't deserve this thank you very much yeah I appreciate you letting me work on this. Um, and it's, oh man, it's just so unreal. Like the moment I saw the jiggy bounce through the room, I was like, oh man. Yeah. And it was cool. Cause it was like, it was the way it bounced through. Like it was so fast and, and it was that you, you couldn't really tell, like it had the jiggy sound effect. But at, at the same time, I was like, wait a minute. Is that what I thought that was? And then I really liked how they did the, the same gag that they did with K. Rule, with it being a different character. And then um, and then Banjo showing up. It made me laugh, and it made me want to cry. But I didn't was, because I'm a man. <laughs> I I got really, really emotional, and it was because... I mentioned this to Chris and I'm I'm sure you might have noticed in the in the trailer that like seeing Ban- seeing Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong and K Rule get so excited that yeah. their friend is back. That was cool too. Like that I loved it. It you know cuz yeah. they're all made by Rare and like they're they're a family kind of and yeah. so it's just 
I had a huge grin on my face. It was great. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Yes. Give it to me. I'm so excited. Uh, the Spiral Mountain stage looked really cool, too. Yeah. Oh, it just, it's so great. Um, I can't wait for it to, to, to come out. Now I can only hope that they will re-release Banjo at least on the Switch eventually. Maybe. I think we're working Maybe. toward it. Like, I think we're working toward uh, 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 the rare replay on, on Switch. I think that that could be in the works eventually. Uh, don't don't hurt me like this. <laughs> that, oh, man. That'd be too good. I would love that. Um, and then we... So I want to say real quick that I loved seeing all the reactions on Twitter to this because Nintendo did not include this on any of the directs they showed to the press. So all of the, when the press saw the directs days before the direct, it cut off after the banjo announcement. Huh. So like Patrick Klepek and all like Jason Schreier was like, that was a genuine surprise. (laughs) None of us knew that was happening. Because they they didn't want it to leak out that that was going to be in the direct. Um, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 sequel is being worked on. Mm. Yeah, this was a huge surprise out of nowhere. Um, and it looks like it's got a totally different vibe looking than, than, the, than Breath of the Wild. Uh, I'm excited to see what it is. I would wonder when it will come out. Uh, everyone's speculating that Zelda's going to be playable because she has short hair. Um, you know, uh, I don't know about that, but I'm I'm stoked for it. Breath of the Wild was such an amazing game. I'm ready. I'm ready for more of it. Yeah, I I'm still surprised you haven't played that DLC, man. It was good DLC. Yeah. Um, I I actually p- played a little bit of Breath of the Wild the other day and drove around on that motorcycle. Um, just because I, like, I beat the game and never went back <laughs> after the DLC after I beat the DLC, so I enjoyed it a little bit last night riding around and yeah, I forgot how hard some of those enemies were, <laughs> so that was a fun wake up call. But. So overall, how'd you how'd you feel about the C three, man? I don't want to keep you up too late or anything. I mean, it was certainly the most disconnected I've been from E three in a while, um, and I had to I could only get my information in little snippets here and there. But I think overall it was pretty good. Uh, definitely some stuff that I'm excited for. Um, yeah, I think it's good. Do you do you feel like Sony there's a big hole where Sony was or uh not really honestly like I didn't until right before you say that even think even think about how Sony was not there um I mean it would have been cool had Sony shown off something but we I guess we just know everything that they're working on uh so uh, and they probably could not have matched the spectacle that they put on last year anyway. Yeah. 
But Sony had two great E3s uh, the previous two years, so, you know, they deserved a little time off. Yeah. Carrying, I guess some would say carrying the industry on their back. Um, I don't know about that, but... Yeah, I don't know about that either, but there are some people that would say that for sure. But... Yeah, man, it's. I'm really glad I got to talk about E3 with you. I was really worried we weren't going to be able to make this work. Yeah, and so I'm. I'm really glad that it it happened. I'm glad that the people get to hear your voice in the midst of you being in the the tundra of North Carolina. Yes, <laughs> I'm alive. Don't worry, everyone. I'm in. I'm like in ninety percent of health, but I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm doing it. I'm having a great time. I wish I could be on more. And honestly, I, I I probably could find time to do it. But no. It it would be it would be a little too a little too much on my plate right now. Uh yeah. But yeah. It's good to to find to to find some time to talk about this stuff. Um yeah. Yep. So so we will Try to have some of these little bonus episodes with Seth whenever he's feeling up to it. Mm-hmm. And the uh, E3 one, of course, he had to show up because yeah. we're actually reaching. I believe that this will be a bonus, so it'll be a point five. But we are getting close to the Hundo episode. Oh yeah, and I think you because I will be gone a week in July. It might end up that we will be able to make it land while you're back. Maybe. Yeah. Honestly, if we get, if, if we find that we've gotten up there and I'm still not back, uh, just don't do one. Just wait. Yeah. That's what I would do. (laughs) It's, it's what you would do. And so it's what's good. If I were me, that's what I would do. And I am. So that's what we'll do. But hopefully we won't have to do that. So, I'm, I'm, gu- I'm happy to hear from you. I know we talked earlier today, but, um, and when you get back, there will be a suplex turvis ter- waiting for you. Nice. Uh, when we go see Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh yeah. So, it's gonna be lit. Um, yeah. So with that, we appreciate you listening. If you listened to our previous E3 episode, this was a lot of a recap, but with Seth's feelings, which. We're different than Chris's and mine in some aspects, Mm -hmm. so it was good new information. And with that, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.